practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Guess, guess it's alright, sure. Lutheran, Lutheran jokes. <laughs> it's never too early for, it's Sunday, gotta make fun of the Lutherans. There we go, baby. That's the Lutheran. That's the sound of the. That's how all Lutherans start their. It's uh, more Catholic. That's how all Lutherans start their uh, service Catholic. with a hearty clap. Let's let's give it for us. <laughs> we did it. We're Lutheran. We made. <laughs> we're here. We're queer. We're Lutherans. That's, I want a Luther. <laughs> I want a Lutheran shirt like that. Man, do we already have a title for the anniversary? We're here. We're queer. Oh, we're like Lutherans. It. We're oh here, my we're queer. Goal Martin. That is a that is a sh- trademark, baby. <laughs> I think I would finally finally give my mother a heart attack. Oh, a new shirt for the church merch table? <laughs> church merch. Oh my god. Hey. Guess what? Today is other than Lutheran Sunday. Queer queer always. queer Lutheran Sunday? Other than always recording on Sunday. It's the uh, anniversary. Um, this sounds so fake, doesn't it? <laughs> God damn it! Why, hey everybody, why welcome back now? to the Jerk Practice Podcast on our, this our anniversary. Yeah, one one, one hen year anniversary in the trenches plus one, isn't it? Well, or technically, I think it's not. You're thinking of it as an anniversary, but a anniversary. Is, is always jerk practicably the, uh, the last one plus one. Yeah, it's right. like the like the Mayan calendar. The jerk practice calendar is always eh, give or take. Yeah, it's exactly like that, except they used science. <laughs> no, they used. We just can't keep track of things. The Mayans <laughs> used pagan <laughs> paganry. Is that is that not right? I mean, they, they wouldn't. They used real the astronomy. Sure, no bullshit. Sure, real astro- celestial bodies. Real astronomers are bored, so they attribute real astronomy to Mayans. <laughs> Too busy fighting already. and fucking. Too busy fi- <laughs> fighting and fucking. Mayans. Am I offending I Mayans that. out there? Or wait, wait I saw that on. Mel Gibson movie. They, they had a real calendar. They just predicted some weird things. Are there Mayans like out there to be the offended? apocalypse in 2012? But that was, you know, not even them really that's us looking back at their calendar and saying oh it ends here let's make a big deal out of it but they had re- they, they knew how long a year was they knew how long a month was yeah sure they just yeah. picked a day that was so comedically far in the future that they're like 2012 that's insane yeah it's like all those movies you watch in the early 80s and they're like the years 2002 and you're like because <laughs> so they were like that one that's not that far enough in the future like where was yeah. the foresight with all these movies that another are like, reason that proves the mayans are geniuses they're or way better than 80 screenwriters they're like you can't pick 20 years from now you got to pick Three thousand years from now, <laughs> or do you think the studios were smart enough that they were like, "Let's pick twenty years from now. This is going to be a hot ticket, mm. and we're going to need some sales and some hot right. an uptick in twenty years." This is going to be a nostalgia driven. Uh, you're going to give you're giving them f- in, when the date comes by. Script bot foresight, a little foresight. Back to the foresight. I'm going to need that pump. I'm going to need that twenty twentieth anniversary bump. Pre-stalgia trademark. <laughs> Pre-stalgia. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> why those nikes were all over back to the future too 
Those, those Nikes, Nikes are like $2,500 or something like that. <laughs> Getting into that pre-stalgia market. Pre-stalgia market. That's why uh, 20 years from now, all those Lutheran shirts are going to be coming back, cut up, made to look <laughs> old. Priest-algia. Priest-algia? <laughs> That's that's a priest dad priest. That's a dad priest band. <laughs> Meg was sho- Meg was showing me something last night on. Did we have to introduce ourselves? Yeah, Jerk Practice Podcast. Henning, Hans, Casey. Hey, I think we finally got it. <laughs> little basic, little basic Casey at the end there. Basic. <laughs> um, did I start high and you guys just fell? <laughs> we were. Uh, oh, are we going? Henning. Are we going? Hans, uh, jerk Capella. I'm the comedic <laughs> bass guy in our acapella group. I'm yeah. the one that goes, <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's me. The- <laughs> what is that great bit from like a mighty wind that's like, eat at, at- oh, so good. Yeah. God, I hope they, I hope they hit another one out of the park soon. <laughs> but what I was saying is Meg was showing me, we were talking about dad priests, trademark. It's got a Kenning in there, Henning, dad, dash priest. Um, she was showing me something and I, I was in the bathroom and I came out, you know, like, I don't know if you experienced this, but it's a, I guess it's the same phenomenon as a TV, but it's a little different because it's when somebody's laughing hysterically, but they're only looking at their phone. So mm-hmm. a TV, like they're laughing, but you also have the, the ambient noise of the television like at right the same level mm-hmm. when somebody's laughing at their phone the phone volumes either they have headphones in or the volume's really quiet so like they're just yeah. laughing at the wall so mm-hmm. meg's just laughing hysterically sitting on the couch and then she's looking at her phone i come out and like what's so funny and while yes it was funny i was just like dad priest so it was a show where young youth ministers <laughs> come out in like a ring type setting, like round one, and they sit across from each other and they tell each other bad jokes and oh, try yeah, and I not crack up. I saw that. They... It's, it's fine. It's funny. It's dad, dadalicious. So it's just they tell the shittiest jokes possible. Yeah, they call them dad jokes. I guess even they're even yeah. using. It's even like more meta. It's a series of dads telling each other jokes, and this one happened to be priest youth ministry. Oh, I dad. just I just saw a version priest verge. Uh huh. Oh, oh I, I was like, that's very niche, niche of this show. I was if thinking, it's like, the no, same no, thing. it has to be youth ministers, and the jokes have to be not off color. Um, well, none of them are because they're all dad jokes. Uh, you haven't met my dad, then, Henning. <laughs> Man works blue, bean blue, blue beans. <laughs> I got a real set of blue beans here. <laughs> You mean you're eating old beans, Dad? Yes, I'm a dad. Yes. <laughs> stop busting my beans. They're still good. Oh, my God. Stop busting my beans. I'm a Lutheran. So many shirts. I'm in the corner of the Lutheran shirt market. Um, but that technically was dad news. And Casey, as you and I talked about on the last episode, we kind of need a dad jingle. And while yeah, I haven't news. got the sweet toot and polish on it from old Pipesy Meg, I did start a little something if you want to hear it. Dad news? Is this a new set that I didn't hear it, about? It, no, you you have, but it's been so long, and if, you probably haven't listened to the last episode because it hasn't aired yet. But because um, he's not in it, Henny doesn't listen if he's not in it. So. <laughs> what an egotist! Um, he uh, or it just seems that whenever Casey and I specifically are together, it shifts into very dad-like qualities, mm-hmm. like bills 
and the lawn <laughs> and, uh, and it's like the weather. Yeah, and halfway into it, we're like, "What the fuck are we talking about? Like, how <laughs> sad are we?" So I was trying to come up with a dad jingle. I'll, I guess, if this doesn't come across too well, I can I can overlay it. But maybe I'll get Meg to make it some sweetness, and maybe it'll already played on the last episode. So I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. The bills are piled, and it's been a while. It's time to sit in my chair. Yes, I have my very own chair, because I'm a dad. Dads have their own chairs. You can sit over there, because your kids, I'm a dad. You should sit on the floor. You are kids, I'm a dad. My wife is mean. Keep my tools clean. You stay out of the garage. That's my spot. I'm a dad. You're the kids. Get out of my do 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 do. I I, I that would have worked, but I, I fizzled out there. Uh, oh man! So of course, whenever I try and come up with something poppy, I end up going folk singer Croce on it. It's good though. It t- it's the, I like the softness. And as I listened to it, I forgot to preface it. Mm. Casey and I saw. So while this is, in my opinion, as soon as I heard it, a very uh, relatable concept, it was in my head because it was not mine, and I'm not going to be able to credit the comic, but you should, because he just had a bit when Casey and I went to Eric Bergstrom's show, um, live from outer space, at the Wait, Copra Club. Me and Club. you. You mean? Did I? What did I say? You said Casey. Ooh. I was there in spirit. Yes. Uh, Henning and I went, Cobra Club, Friday nights, Eric Bergstrom show, live from outer space, 8 o'clock. Sorry, you couldn't make it, Case. Sorry, you couldn't make it. But there was a comic, and I, it was the bigger guy, like the southern guy. Yeah. His name was Dash, maybe? No, that was the first that guy. That was the first guy. But he just had like a totally non sequitur, and he's just like, did anybody else's dad have like a chair? He's like, and he just goes, why the fuck do we let them do that? And I was like, oh my God, that's because it's true. So I should say that was in my head. So let's credit the guy. I will will say, I feel, is that going out of fashion? Like my grandfather had his chair and Ashley's grandparents both have the like straight up Cadillac Barca lounger. Yeah. My dad never had his chair. Okay. Like he didn't, he never was like. I've worked in the salt mines for 15 years to buy this goddamn chair. <laughs> I deserve that. I think the shift has happened in even a worse way because I fucking hate these. And I guess it's how you look at it and how you frame it and perspective. But I think it is the saddest thing and is just representative of how mm-hmm. separate we need to feel or how selfish and self-indulgent we become is the chair has become what's referred to as a man cave, which is That's what so gonna say. sad it's and trollish. into a room. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, there are, pl- like, in a, if in a relationship or even in a house with, like, a family, like, say, like, son, mom, and dad, like, yeah, you should have that space where you should go. Say it is your bedroom when you're a teen or say you're an adult and it's, like, mm-hmm. Casey, you generally have offices in your apartment. Yeah. It's your office. But when you strict, like, you're an adult man. Don't put a do not enter a who farted <laughs> right. sign yeah. in a man cave and then buy, like, I don't know, Batman memorabilia and display it. Do that. But I, I just hate the idea. Like, like, don't bug me, honey. I'm in my man cave. Fuck you. Unless it's, it's- very Bundy. It's Bundy. I think it's the children oh, of yeah. Bund. You it's think? the whole, like, 
his his his, toy, his own bathroom and his own garage. Well, then they're missing the point. That's that's where the self indulgence and the new generation comes in, is because for whatever reason, I don't know why, but disposable money exists for young men. I don't know. It's credit, I guess. I don't know what it is because they make it like super sweet. Like Al Bundy in that episode where he makes the garage his quote unquote man cave. He was worried that the bank was going to foreclose on him because he spent so much money on his toilet. You know, like he didn't have money. So like he had he he had his buddies come and like help him build shit and they built it all shitty. Like, I guess there's something to that. But like they have shows dedicated to man caves and i saw one and it was like a 1.5 million dollar man cave that you took a bat pole down to and i guess that's sweet i don't know i'm I'm being hard Uh uh-oh i'm shifting i'm cranking becoming the dad of dads i'm dadding the dads no i'm just becoming mean i guess you can have a man cave if you want i just think it personally it makes you exclusive i I think you can have a (laughs) i want a man cave when i grow up i don't think there's anything wrong with wanting a room to yourself, just don't spend $1.5 million on it and don't fucking spank your kids if they come in and, or yell at your wife if they <laughs> spank <in>. your kids. <laughs> this is the saddest picture. Like, we're painting a picture of a fucking monster. <laughs> like, tyrant. just the way, like, Henning said it and just like the, just the sadness in your voice, Henning, <laughs> like, don't spank your children or yeah. Like, just this guy who's constantly spanking his kids, like, get off my Captain America bed. Yeah, I'm gonna I, spank you. There you go. You change. You're changing the way I look at it. I guess I just the way I hear about it is like it's very massage that anist. show. I guess. Yeah, it's all about like no girls allowed, and if mm-hmm. and that's your case, then just be a fucking homeless piece of shit and be one. Of the, you're here. You're queer. You're Lutheran. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, the Lutheran man caves are the worst. Don't don't be so precious about your man cave. <laughs> No, you I can be though. I'm totally wrong. You should be. You should have a space that's comfortable. But it just tends to be. You're right. It's the way I viewed it. It's the show I watch where they have. It's a very empty, empty, thoughtless man cave with <laughs> big screens with and 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 different flavored corns. <laughs> See, but that's my like. We talked about like I don't like just having that weird basement. Like having it's like having a popcorn maker. We we've talked about that before. Like, why? Yeah, just... Because. Just because. But it's just going to get gross. Just like that man cave. I bet it smells like dirty feet and sweaty butts. Oh, for sure. For sure. Because if if you're going to yell at your wife, she's not going to clean it. Not a, no no well, wife's allowed. Definitely. I know there's the man caves with keep that. Keep your own man that cave sign for sure. That's a, that's a Lutheran man cave. No, no wives allowed no except wives for allowed. cleaning. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I what? can picture the man cave sign, just the spills, chills, just let him chill. Like no one cleans up. It's just a pig, just a pigsty. Lutheran man cave sign number five. Beware of toots. <laughs> oh yeah. Gas leak with the biohazard sign. <laughs> hey honey, I yeah. think we got a gas leak. Get oh. back in your cave, troll. Just take I guess that's what it's called too. It's like a cave. It's supposed to be dingy and dirty. Yeah, but and gross. But like that's the that's how you've identified yourself as Dank. as a freakish troll, <laughs> which a... we are, I guess. I guess it's all about being honest. Oh man, too bad we don't got a weekly show. I'm like, this is a sketch. Like <laughs> a, a a dad so into his man cave, he just becomes Grendel 
Beowulf, like the man cave just becomes a cave that he cannot escape. Don't go in there. He'll spank your kids. (laughs) (laughs) He just spanks grown men. (laughs) Oh, whether you're invite, whether it's a welcome spank or a see you later spank, it's all spanks. Hey, Gina, I'm just uh, coming over to see what Hans is up to. Why are the lights off down here? Don't spank me. And let's call it. He can't talk right now. He's in his cave. Let's call it. Let's call a majority of them what they really are. Let's call a majority of them what they really are. Is just uh, sad husbands that want to jerk off in surround sound (laughs) (laughs) with that new VR setup. And that's all it's going to take is one wife walking into a man cave while he's got his pants down around his ankles and his butt cheeks spread looking at porno on a full on screen. And then he's never going to be able to be in his man cave again because he's going to be too nervous and guilty. That's a dead room. It becomes a dead room. Yeah. It's like someone, the last of his pig, his pig dignity was murdered in that room. I want to have a man cave. Like, so I'd be like, dudes, come over to my man cave. And it's, they're like, he's, it's just beige carpet, eggshell white walls, and like folding chairs. Like, there's nothing in there. <laughs> it's just an empty room. Yeah. With that, with that little uh, HD TV, like from the office. <laughs> kitchen TV? Michael, yes, yes, just that boxy kitchen TV. Who wants to bet on the game? Dice. Just a cardboard yeah, right. box with some dice. <laughs> Oh my well, god! Mm. Go ahead. Are you moving on from man caves? Uh, I was gonna. It made me no. Go ahead and go on man caves. Just pin it, pin it, <laughs> pin it to win it. Well, you started out with the the chair, the dad chair, as yeah, the dad chair. modern sad like extension. All of the man cave we have left, or that was not your point. Oh, the chair is what we have from the man cave. Yeah. We've no, been... it, I think my shift was the chair has shifted to. The man cave whole because room. we just, as this generation, we have to blow every goddamn thing out of proportion. We're all material addicts, well, which this, could just be called materialists. But this but, isn't, we're not talking about this generation anymore. This is our dads, our previous generation who had the, the man chair. Well, I think what Casey's saying is grandpa's By the way, dad my mom chair. had a chair too. My mom had a chair too. Keeping it gender open, baby. The weed yeah. ch- weed chair is that the toot chair? <laughs> no, they went strawberry to, cough to the chair. They never. Your parents never. If this is okay to talk about, <laughs> your parents never smoked weed. Like not in front in of the us. Kitchen? Not in the house. No. Oh really? They went out to the the weed cave the garage. They had a weed <laughs> cave. Yeah, man. Which is what what I, that's a good shift because that's where I was going to. Is we used to hang out in a quote unquote weed cave, Casey in high school. Uh, oh yeah, our friend a- Jimmy's house. Yeah, yeah. And that made me think of it. Is like. I was like, I think we said it in numerous times, so why not keep the boat rolling on the anniversary? Is like part of the entertainment. The entertainment tended to shift. Like one room was specifically a, uh, um, oh, what the fuck is the game? A risk room, the game that never ended. <laughs> one game dedicated to risk. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, it was literally a board game room. There were stacks room. of old board games. Which is awesome. It's very cool. But then for like a good month and a half, I was like, what is this, Harlem? It was like... It was just craps. It was like shooting craps in a cardboard box, <laughs> okay. like real money craps. We just drink cheap beer, smoke weed, and shoot craps. And we were like fifteen. It's so bizarre looking <laughs> back on it. And then where I was going with that is, I graduated Watertown class of two thousand one, and I was so beaming with pride this morning 
because they still got it, baby. Uh, because I didn't even know I was a member of this, but on Facebook, I'm a member of the Watertown High School class of 2001. And I got a message this morning that the Watertown class of 2001 uh, updated their profile picture. And it was just a close up on the gnarliest camel toe I've ever seen. And I was like, this is amazing. And of course, I had to go to like a meeting and then I came back. And I'm not going to say the person's name because at first I was like, because yeah, it- still a pussy. Not the person that posted it, but somebody like quickly like hurrumph, 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 replace the profile pic with like a Native American Indian. <laughs> like, like, oh, my God, I have to write this wrong. But not only that, they like overkilled it and posted the profile pic like 10 times as if to say, like, mm. I need to scrub. I need to scrub my hands. And so at first I was like, fuck, this kid's still the same lame asshole trying to harsh our good times. But he's probably also like a dad who's like, I can't have, that's inappropriate. We're adults now. But that same being said, the person that posted it, I was like, still got it, baby. Camel toe. Early morning, Sunday, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to change the post to that weird high school page. (laughs) Like, no reason. It's great. Let's see how long it takes for anyone to notice. It was quick. (laughs) Very quick. But not quick uh, enough to escape Hans's watchful eye. Yeah. Eagle yeah, eyes. Of course. I'm, I'm so uh, I'm honored to see it. Native American with camel toe. Oh, I figure I since we're in, in embarrassing terror, I just had this note and we're on the dad subject. Uh, at work, they put on uh, AMC. So AMC plays like the same movies like on a loop. Gotcha. And they've been on a loop recently that had a Lethal Weapon mm-hmm. in it, which sure. is a great movie. But I, I maybe I I know I've seen it, but maybe just watching it without the sound, I was like, oh, it's so it's such a dad thing, but it's such a weird scene. And I feel like it's like the patron saint painting would be this scene for the saint of dads. It's where Murtaugh's <laughs> in the bathtub. A non-bubble bathed bath, like just a tepid bath. Gross, yeah. Danny Glover is straight up just naked, sitting because he's taking a bath. His daughter, and then his his all his whole family comes in, (laughs) and they just hangs out around the bathtub. (laughs) I hate it already. Hate it so much because it's his birthday. (laughs) I was like, on his birthday, (laughs) he's taking a bath. No bubbles, or there. The sad thing is, there's a, like a skimpy amount of bubbles. It's not like this luscious comedic bubble. It's like dish soap. Bubbles. I was just gonna make a meta dad joke. Are those dad made bubbles? <laughs> oh, that. Speaking of that, is one of my father's favorite jokes of all time from Trading Places. Uh, it's f- farts in the tub or something. Where Eddie Murphy's in the jacuzzi. Okay. And the, the, you know, the butler turns it on. He's like, when I was a kid, you know, we just had to fart in the tub if we wanted bubbles. <laughs> Good one. Oh, wow. That's a, that's, that's like Ed, an Eddie Murphy staple. He did that in his, uh, in like Eddie Murphy delirious. Like, fart in the tub. Oh, right. Yeah, that's Sorry, right. The voice. But that's the voice he does. That's a voice. That's not Eddie Murphy's voice. That's the affect Eddie Murphy puts on the voice in the act. Spice. No, 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 no. No Pepsi sin. No Pepsi <laughs> No jerk sin. You're going to have to listen to the last episode to get that one. Pepsi sin. Coke Wait. sin. Pe- Coke sin. Got Pepsi fire. Now you got Coke sin. Oh, the cinnamon flavored. Yep. Versions. Jerk sin. Uh. C-I-N, right? <laughs> yeah, C-I-N. Yeah, baby. 
We, we want to get that Lutheran vote. We can't. You are now S-I-N. watching C I N. Anderson. So Cooper. yeah, I just. I, oh God, you're on a roll. <laughs> Feeling hot. It's the anniversary. Hendon, can you give this guy a spanking? <laughs> give him, a, give him, a, give him a man cave special. <laughs> oh God, like. What about like the guy who's like you're, he's too into the man cave, so he like makes sandwiches like for his friends in there. I guess that's well, a he's got like guy. a he's got <laughs> a penis or bass coming back on. <laughs> what about the guy who's generous to his friends? <laughs> hey guys, you want a panini or something? A hot pocket? <laughs> what an asshole! <laughs> Let's get out of here. He's got too many things. <laughs> that's a real feeling, though, like jealousy of uh, what. Of, of coveting the coveting man, man cave. cave. Sure. Oh, he's got too many bangles pennants. See, that's what we need. We need to start our own reality show, much like Bar Rescue. You get to be the loudmouth asshole from New York that just goes to people's man caves that's and tells th- them that's how show. shitty it is. That's a it show. is. Yeah, yeah. They go in and they critique man caves, and then the worst that talk about coveting thy man cave is at the end of it. They sink like 50 grand into this person's like, then they fix it up. But what I've heard about those shows, and I heard this specifically about, you guys remember that show? It was actually quite enjoyable to watch. You know, that chef Gordon Ramsay, who's like just Hell, oh, me- the- mega chef, the butthole. Yeah, kitchen the, rescue, yeah, yeah. The one for, where he goes to shitty restaurants. Yes, uh, it's kitchen re- uh, kitchen nightmares, I think. Kitchen nightmares. So he does. He goes into restaurants, gives them a hard time. But then they turn it around, and then they remodel the restaurant. Well, uh, I used to have a customer at, at a bar I worked at, Trailer Park, who now bags groceries because his restaurant went under. Um, but he, uh, they, his, their show, they had a restaurant in Long Island, like an Italian restaurant, and it was on Kitchen Nightmares. And they fixed it up, and he was like, "Yep, they, you know, they went in, they made a lot of changes, they br- had like an opening night, they." coaxed a bunch of people in it looked really busy and then they remodeled the place which was great but like when they struck set they stripped everything back out of the restaurant that they made it look nice short of i'm sure peeling the paint off the walls and then all the stuff that they pretended to like throw in the dump they just put in like a storage locker and they brought all their old bad shit back in so even if they got a new customer, like, because part of the customers were like, we tried it, we hated it. And Gordon's like, come on, back, love. We're going to have a good time. And, like, he brings them back. And, <laughs> like, they see this newly remodeled restaurant. But then if they enjoyed it, which they tend to say, like, oh, it was lovely. Then they come back and it's like, was I, am I having a hallucination? Like, a it's prank? back, like, literally bringing the rats back. Yeah, I can rat. see why your restaurant would go under, because I came, I was like, this was great, and then I come back, it's the same shithole it was before. And then on top of it, it's like, people, I guess it's a, it's a, that show was on for a long time, and there's mm. certain markets it was in, certainly Long Island, it was in New York City for a minute in the first season, and then they were like, they did, I think they were in like, for a whole season in like, around LA, and then upstate New York specifically, like, you can tell, like, they just kind of base where they're going to shoot. So it become, yeah. became like a big thing, like, let's go take pictures at these shitty restaurants and actually try the shitty food. So uh, it's like they are going there expecting to see what they see in the conclusion. And then they're just like, oh, my God. It's horrendous. Just, just a dump. Which they deserve, I guess, if they're going to, like, wallow in other people's food misery, right? Let's go see these sad people because it's always like... um. 
I don't know why I'm going in. So I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm boring the world here, but it is the, one of the things that like, just, just honestly in my life being a couple, a few thousand dollars in debt. And I mean, literally like just a few Gordon Ramsay always is like, how much are you into the restaurant for? Have you mortgaged your house? And it's always like real, real fucking bad. It's horrendous. They're like, we've, we have our third mortgage out in the house and all of our savings into it. And we're into the bank for $1.5 million. And you're just like, Oh my God. Like you cannot, you need to burn the rest. You need to get Joe Pesci in here with some, (laughs) you like, there's there's nothing, you're nothing you could ever do. Like, you know how hard it is to like, just to break even on a restaurant when you go into a restaurant business responsibly with like Uh that, you're supposed to have, what is a case? Like at least a year's worth of, um, oh, yeah. Capital just to keep the restaurant running when, when you're not making money. You know what I mean? Because you won't. Because yeah. you will not. And then you'll just slowly start. So when you're like, it's just fucked. That's why you see so many restaurants like close because the algorithm or the math is out there. Like once you see those numbers dip like for one or two months, it's like out. Get out, out, out. Because it's, like, mm. uh, it's like trying to fix an old car, like trying to keep it. It's like, no, no, no. Just take it to the crusher. <laughs> oh, I worked at like a cut your place losses. Yeah. that was a fancy restaurant, like reviewed, like Michelin star, like the chef was worked for Gordon Ramsay, like this British dude. But the owner was just a guy, classic New York sleazer, needed a spanking from dad. Uh, mm-hmm. He just, he knew, he knew how to uh, file for bankruptcy. So he just ran this restaurant literally into the ground so he could file for bankruptcy. <laughs> Right. I mean, okay. and then what happened? What happens with bankruptcy, especially if you have a restaurant, you probably have like an LLC or whatever that bullshit business stuff I don't know about. It's separate from you. So they'll yeah. suck all the assets out of that and they'll take what mm-hmm. they can, but they can't take any of your personal possessions. Right. But it still, no. I think, does affect you in the world of like getting trying, a house or a loan to get another or something. Loan. Yeah. Right. Or maybe a business loan. The guy was very artful at it, so I think you're right. His name was attached to a LLC that owned this specific thing. Yeah, had enough capital, and then just they, he was like, "Take it, fuck it, doesn't yeah. affect me at all." I even think about that with my own personal finance. When somebody's like, "Watch your credit, you won't be able to get a house." And I was like, "Do you are you in? Do you think I can buy a house ever? It does not. It will not affect me if I have amazing credit or bad credit because they'll be like, right, yeah. all right, you want a house loan? What do you have as collateral?'" Right, I was just going to say, you want us to pay for everything? Yeah. Yes, please. That's not how it works. <laughs> I I literally, I had a guy who was my quote unquote banker, like down the street at the, the place I bank, just because he set me up and he helped set Meg up and he's like, you ever need anything, come to me. And I was like, hey, that guy said if I ever need anything, come to him. <laughs> I was like walking by, I was like, speaking deposit- of Joe Pesci, I was depositing a hundred dollar check. <laughs> And I was like, hey, you know, I was thinking about a car um, as far as car loans go. And like I hadn't seen him in months. And so like why would he know? But like he still remembered me enough to be like, mm, ah, we don't really mm, – you kind of have to have this and this going on for uh, – and I was like, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. ridiculous. You don't have to call me a louse because I know what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Good luck Read with your, your loud and clear. Brew doc. He's, he's working on a beers documentary. Visiting, <laughs> like he's working on the greatest thing ever. Like 
visiting breweries, drinking beer, and then making a documentary on it. Guess what? It's not get. It's not the progress isn't happening because the process is going to places and drinking a lot of beer. So he's been working on it for like six years. I guess maybe if you had a backer or a partner, get yourself alone, you louse. But like, if you're only response, if you are your own taskmaster, your own boss to make a beer swigging documentary that shit ain't getting done see the on-camera hey, talent just, too he's the whole he knows, shabille he knows what he's doing it's like it's like alcoholic bankruptcy he's just like hey just cover it up pretend you're making a documentary and then when someone's like you have a problem you're like oh yeah i'll stop making that documentary <laughs> let's go get a drink <laughs> phew good <laughs> i got that, have that off my back <laughs> that's a great idea how does uh how does right. yeah how does protect your addictions <laughs> this one's called cracked. <laughs> cracked. So you figure he found about a bunch of suckers to invest in his idea of a beer documentary. Now he's that's how he's profiting, quote unquote, from bankruptcy. He's just drinking the beer, taking the moolah, Ooh. and we'll cut cut and run. It's like he doesn't sound done. like he doesn't sound like he's because got he's a lot of it. investors. Other yeah, than I, I was going to say, I think it's more of like an iPhone movie hitting breweries, <laughs> and and maybe it's a write off. Maybe he's literally money laundering that money laundering his pittances through. Hey, movies. there's no film in that shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I made a shoebox camera once. Camera obscura. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the pinhole camera. Yeah. Right. You got to sit you need, real. You need a pinhole still. camera, a crystal, and something else, right? <laughs> a compass and uh, salt <laughs> from the Atlantic Ocean. Pink Himalayan salt. It's good for <laughs> Ooh, your temperament. Yeah. I actually heard a really interesting thing. If anybody's out there like interested, in, you know what? No one is. No one listening to this podcast <laughs> is interested in nutrition. But I heard a great interview with a guy named uh, something Furman, Doctor Furman, and he had something called his. Do- he's called a Nutrition, dietitian, vegetarian, nu- nutritarian. He uh, does not care. Hey, hey, hey! Is that a is he, that a Hansi word? Or no, is no, that no. A that's a, his thing. word. It's a nutritarian. And Henning, you're gonna like him Fuck. because nutritarian. He, he does. You're gonna like him because he doesn't believe in uh, vegan. He doesn't believe in labels on any diets. He doesn't care if you eat meat. He doesn't care if you eat this or that or that. He okay. only cares about the science behind food. He only so cares he's about the nutrients. He's a nutritarian. He All only right. believes that you should get the ultimate nutrients based on studies and based on a certain amount of calories. So he goes by something called G bombs: greens, well, yeah, beans, I mean, there's already onions, mushrooms, G-bombs? berries, and seeds. G bombs. He says that's the best way to get your nutrients based on all the studies. And so he's paleo. He hates paleo. No, he's just saying get all this. And he's saying like he does like the scientific study. Like they did a study on mushrooms. Mushrooms contain a certain toxin. So if you eat them raw, you're ingesting this certain toxin. But the studies have shown if you cook your mushrooms in like a certain amount of heat just for 15 seconds, it releases a toxin. Therefore, cook your mushrooms a little bit. Into your brain, dude. I'm doctor. Yeah, and it's wafting Dr. around Dr. Nitrato. Are you going science? You versus scientist here? <laughs> All right, Ver- Furman's I, on notice from the Henbaum. Henning hates people who make up words. I still think it's nutrition, <laughs> nutrition, <laughs> nutritionist. Nut- He's a nutritarian. 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 That sounds like a villain from Star Trek. <laughs> the nutritarians. I got thrown off because you went through dietitian, nutritionist, yeah, both of which are bullshit. I, I messed you up. Dietitians bullshit. 
I think that's what he yeah. says. You're in agreement. Okay. All right. It I was hitting with the well, it was he's... just hitting with the ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> my okay, then my beef would be he's just doing science and good medicine. That's what you should be doing. You don't need a fancy word for it. That's just evidence-based but he's, science. He's selling he, it's a buzzword, baby. He's selling books. G bombs. Yeah, he's selling books. We got a list. A now we got books. another list. Top oh. of Henning Spank list, Dr. Furman. We're season two list already. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm, I haven't started all, to cook my mushrooms All yet. Nutritarians on my list. All Nutritarians. Now I'm just picturing this dad like a Jason-esque figure that just moves through the world and spanks people who do bad things. Like, I was just thinking, you're talking about the kitchen nightmare, and it's like people reveling in others' misery. Like, let's go to the shithole. Oh, no! Dad's here! <laughs> Come here! Oh, my God. What's the... Oh man, anniversary! I got I got good news and I got bad news, but it's not good news. All right, sweet. Uh, bad worse, bad news, and slightly. I I less think bad. it's bad news and and worse news because people found out it's a special episode. People found out it's the anniversary, mm. and they could be popping in. <laughs> Any minute, so oh I don't. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I see. Ask and ye shall receive. We so... were doing fine without. Who's that. getting a spanking now? Uh, I think. I uh, come on in. Come on in. Oh great. Oh god. Here, here. Who, take my mic. Is it, take is it my mic. Crank or is it Demegs? And greetings, dummies and rummies. Ah. Uh, hey, Taxi fellas. Cab. You should stay at Christmas. Hi, Megan's. <laughs> I easy on the improv, dudes. <laughs> I've been working on this to the wire. And speaking of wire, I'm feeling wired. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's horrible, Megan's. You're obviously a little rusty. And speaking of rusty, let me polish it up. Greetings, dummies and rummies. Your favorite New York City backseat critic, Lindsay Megan's here to say a little something about the jerk practice one year anniversary. And more like one year, and I'm so serery. All right. Ooh, a little too much gin for you today, Linz. It's early. You're stretching, stretching those jokes. Hey! it's been quite a journey with these three and three times a charm it was not they've had more dumb conversations than soft ernie has had young girls panties and man tease us more they couldn't with ideas they have not come to fruition failed mission Guilty. From the dollar that. boom to potting with the groom, mm. these jerks left us limp. And speaking of biscuits, mine <laughs> needs more butter. <laughs> so please, so please, in season two, add a bit more grease to your thought piece. And never forget, if it ain't posh, it should get the musk bosh. The musk bash. On my New York Steel of Stink, Steel of Stink, too much gin, 
Too much <laughs> Gordon's sin. I give the Jerk Practice Pod Season 1 three German Day meddlers, two gag booze peddlers, and one skeptic feed fedler. Feed to fedler. I think that's you, Henning. It's a bit Susian. <laughs> Okay. Making up words. I'm Lindsay Meggins. You're making up words, Megan. I don't like you. This season was shit. Oh. And I make the rules. (laughs) Never vote, fellas. Never vote. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) Honk, honk. Honk, honk. Get out of here, Meggins. (laughs) Taxi cab couldn't come fast enough. Get it. He caused fair. I I don't think he was fair. No. No. Where's his podcast? I he Megan's. should start one. He's got a, but oh he God, shouldn't because yes. he's already got too much on his plate. <laughs> <laughs> he did critique us about ideas, so he should also take heed. Megan's. He was point. like it was a, like a backhanded thing too. Like, does he want us to do actually bring more of these things into fruition, or are they bad ideas that shouldn't come to fruition? I think he just he's a he's a he's like a he's like a guy who hates man caves. He's a real jerk. <laughs> that's what his that's what his Oh, that's for another I heard yeah. other people are showing up and that's for another thing I was about to say. I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil anybody's trademark, if you know what I mean. So Uh oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Just speak speaking of louses. A real louse I feel scurrying about and I'm and I and I and I'm sad to say I think he got my address from DeCrank, who I thought was in seasonal hibernation. But DeCrank's not—I promise you, DeCrank is not allowed. No cranks allowed. Toot-free zone. That's what my door says. <laughs> Toot-free zone. Ugh. Yeah, I did enough cranking with Megan's. Um, uh, so he has no point. He's just coming on to spread around. The I shit. think it's love out of hate. Hate love relationship. I don't know. I, I can't he's speak a, for he's him. A critic. And he could, obviously couldn't speak for himself. He's just popping in. Not as sharp today. Um, what was I going to say? Do you guys think? So I'm driving now. You, you got uh-huh. you've. You, what do you guys think about putting a Jesus fish on the back of your car? <laughs> I'm um, not a big proponent of any of that shit. No, no political statements or religious statements. Well, I was, I mean, obviously I wouldn't do it because I'm, I'm not a Jesus fish guy, but is putting a Jesus fish sticker on the back of your car make you less susceptible to the po, po, I hate Uh, that I said po, po, to getting pulled over? uh, No, I don't think so. I think it might have the opposite effect. Especially in New York, they'd be like, let's pull this fucking pious piece of shit over. Right. He's obviously from out of town. Definitely. Jesus Fish, yeah, you look like an out-of-towner. It's Podunk. Let's bust him. I got a goddamn Where are you from? T- Buffalo? I had a... Are they a religious tribe up there in Buffalo? <laughs> I don't know. I just... Dad one, joke. So one, cold, they better be. Pray for What else sun. they got to do? Pray for the bills to win. <laughs> and speaking of bills, I got a bunch. Bunch. Pile it up. <laughs> But when I was home on my bills, did I already say this? I might have already talked about this case. I got a speeding ticket from a... Did I Uh. say that to you? I came home and there was a speeding ticket in my mail from a camera on the side of the goddamn Mm. I-95. Took me going... Oh, you got cammed? I got cammed, but I thought they only cammed you if you 
ran through an easy pass or a toll mm-hmm. or I guess a stoplight situation, but I got canned like speeding. Like it had me tracked going 61 in a 50. Uh, and, they they and use I, drones now. Do, is that what it is? I noticed that when we Ashley and I were driving back from uh, from Charleston, when we got into the more mountainous parts of uh, Virginia and West Virginia, they had signs that were like basically obey the speed limit. You're being monitored by drones. Right. That's fucked. Seen that before, and before it was uh, manned uh, aircraft too. They used to do that on out west. They do that. But did you see the? Oh, fo- the- did they send you the photo of? Yeah, I got, I got multiple photos, far away shots, from a drone's eye view? Uh, no, you know what, actually, now that you mention it, it did look from like a, like a guy who was hunkering with a sniper camera or something, like it looked like it was angling up, but I don't, there's no, it was just the same, like you said, like the easy pass camera, maybe they just have them placed periodically along the roads. I guess there's no, I didn't, I guess there's no fighting it, right? Yeah, you're. Photo evidence. Yeah, but yeah. who? Who? How do you know that's a proper working equipment? Yeah. How quickly will they be like? Now, fuck you. Pay it. I guess inside job. You yep. don't know. You were going the speed limit. Where's my proof? Anybody could take a picture and put a speed limit on. Put miles per hour on there. Photoshopped. Shop. <laughs> that is, shit was shopped. If we didn't think we could get more, Dad, talking speeding tickets is and conspiracy real theories bad. around them. Oh, they're out to get me. Specifically me. They're, and it's some real monopoly shit. They say, like, uh, instantly, like, if you don't pay it within 30 days, they just double it. That's You're going to get the boot. Vig is running, Vito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dad burp. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what else? I, I had a list. Um, oh, boy. It is short. Talk about Charleston. Oh, yeah. Just got back from Hans's wedding. True, a couple weeks ago. Congratulations! Thanks a lot. Did you guys already want to go over this? How's the married well, life, Dad? A little, little bit here and there. Uh, not really. We were waiting, waiting on you. Wink, case. A lot of talk about cinnamon flavored stuffs. Yeah, we talked mainly we didn't have soda time. flavors. <laughs> soda flavors. There's some. There's some soda flavor talk down in Charleston too. Yeah, we yeah we talked Mountain Dews. We talked about opening that. No, I think that was you and I yesterday talking about opening that sugar, or a couple days ago, that sugar gate. Satiate oh, yeah. the palate. Just way too sweet down there, so Hans, you're, well, you're, you're buzzing constantly. I'm now. doing good, but Henning and I went to Champs. Sorry, no Migosh. Or what was that guy's name? I, why can't I think of it? Was it Migo? Migosh? I like Migosh. Migosh is somebody. He's the other little dwarf from Willow. That's it. That's where yeah, Migosh. Those some of those Willow characters are. It has nothing to do with them being um, proportion or short, stunted (laughs) little people, which I think is more offensive than what is considered offensive. Dwarf or midget? It's not for me to say because I'm not considered because I'm not. I'm not. (laughs) I'm I'm not not one. I'm I'm not one. But I think little people is just doesn't doesn't taste right to me. But it's not for me to decide. So diminutive. It seems to be. Call them, call them little bigs or something. You know, something <laughs> with a little bigs. Something Come with over a, here, little bigs. Something with a little, your... a little pride to it. Big the ants, short, shorties, <laughs> big, big bugs, <laughs> big bugs. <laughs> okay, so <wait. laughs> sorry, you're not little compared to a person. Or you're a big bug. 
compared big, to a big, big, You shouldn't say bug, I guess, but Jeez. you're big to you're a big kid, no, big no. child. <laughs> you're a grown child. That's so wrong. I'm sorry. Ah, I was doing that. I guess that we come purpose. around to it's an okay term. Yeah, little person's fine. We'll let him keep it. <laughs> now, I was saying some of those people in Willow, not because they're little people, but just good casting. Some of them are so fucking gross. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, and it really has nothing to, it's like, it's like why you would cast somebody in The Walking Dead. They're just those character actors that are <laughs> so strange. A, a dwarf or midget to a rotting corpse. I get why you cast a little ugly monster. No, just go back and watch it. Like, there's one scene where, like, I think it's the, the, the head little person who's like the king of the community who's like, Willow, you should, or he's like the asshole is like, we shouldn't save the baby. We shouldn't save oh, the yeah. daikini. Don't go on this journey. And they're like, and the, another, fucking weird looking character is like no willow you should go and here's the direction you should go and he throws like a pigeon in the air and the pigeon flies one direction but then it takes a shit on this guy's face and and the guy (laughs) the guy's hand comes into screen and I swear to God, every time I think of it, or like I want to throw up the way this guy's hand <laughs> hand looks. It's so like he has a he has a normal sized hand. It's His bizarre. Hand isn't proportionate. Yeah, it's like that man hands episode in Seinfeld or something. Anyways, that had nothing to do with any stature thing. It just had to do with like that scene. Like he's got like a ring on, and his hand looks like it's like bloating over. I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> How was I getting on that? Me champs. Oh. We had milkshakes at Tuck. What, what like couple like a couple of Lutherans? We had some milkshakes at Champs before dinner. Before dinner, and they were Ooh, so pre-dinner milkshakes. Good, yeah. I'm still thinking about it, and, and that goes back to your thing about like oh milkshake a, dreams. Being a guy in recovery who's like <laughs> my ice coffee's perfect, and I have to have a good milkshake. If I don't have enough sugar, I'll drink. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> And if any, anybody, you know, that's obviously it. uh, it's fun to make light of. That's of a new. I situations. like it. I like. They got a new character brewing. I think I uptight think I, alcoholic. I, I don't have sugar. I'll drink. That's like if a, this line doesn't get any shorter, I'll drink. I mean, fuck. I mean, I, 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 that is certainly. Uh, I could. I could. Some uh, many people in my other circles would be like, "Hey." Dude, easy, <laughs> you'd lunatic, but whatever. <laughs> we all wear different hats. People, in but here, not in beer here. hats. Okay, only full of milkshakes and dews. But uh, okay, so we're going to milkshakes. Those were good. No Migash was there. We went to a great comedy show. Oh, who with is great, I, Who I, is this Migash? I would say with our Lutheran buddy. Oh my God, there was such a great comic there. Uh, why can't we think of anybody's? Once I finally update the blog. Uh, I'll put his name. It was actually somebody I was telling Henning. He he was a comic. He was from Bloomington, Minnesota. Uh-huh. And the, saying he does Lutheran humor makes it sound like what you would expect, like uh, Lutheran doing humor. No, it wasn't. Like he was a very yeah. funny, smart, witty, observational guy. He just happens to have the same background we do. Mm. And he had some amazing insight on what it meant to grow up in the Midwest, what it meant to bottle up your feelings. And I was telling Henning, I was like, 
like I'll, normally I relate to like comics because it's like us talking. Like it's like when we talk and I'm like, fuck, like there's only a few people out there that know like what growing up there was like, like, mm-hmm. and you hear people that go to a comic, they're like, he says what I think. And I right. had yeah, that. I was yeah. like, fuck, that guy was right on. He was so good. But then in my opinion, I outlutheraned him later on because Henning being the responsible adult, when something does, somebody does something favorable and enjoyable, you tell them, good job. Thank you for a good yeah. show. So as he was walking by us, Henning grabbed him on the shoulder and said, hey, hey, that was a great show. Mm-hmm. And I, and I said, <laughs> and I said, yeah, yeah, great show. And <laughs> he like didn't hear me and he leaned in. And he's like, what did you say? I said, I said, I said, good show. And he was like, <laughs> oh, okay. But then he was like, why didn't you say like, that was great Lutheran material. We grew up in the same background, like, and start a conversation because I'm me. too like bottled up and reserved and I don't want to embarrass myself. <laughs> so, so I really, the fuck us off. Lutherans should get the, together. And the look he had on his face when he leaned in to be like genuinely nice. And then I awkwardly just kind of brushed him away. was just like, God, I like now I, he gets to leave. He left the show having a good set, and now he's like, I think he won't remember the good set. I'll just remember like, what was that weird fucking guy? <laughs> Why did he end? grab like, me by the shirt and say, "I don't repeat myself"? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but he was great. I, I will, I will, I, w- I feel bad not knowing these people's names. It was an all around good show. Find him, put it. Gotta hit him up on the twits. On, Eric, our buddy Eric, always puts on a great show. Eric Bergstrom. At the Cobra Club. Check him out. 9 p.m. at Cobra Club. Is it a weekly Every show? Night. Yeah, Every it's Friday a week. It's Remember Live from Outer Space? It started before mm-hmm. we used to share that slot at the Creek in the Cave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it um, was our friend. Oh, wait. Excuse me. Am I wrong? Kingdom of Heaven. So Kingdom, Kingdom of, of Heaven was, was a show, show hosted by our friends Johnny O'Donnell and Timmy and Williams. Yeah. Um at the Creek in the Cave, and they did every, I want to say we were a Tuesday night show. I could be wrong, Wednesday night. Uh, and they yeah. would do one week, and then we would do the extra uh, other week, and we alternate. And that was actually a pretty good, um, for a sketch show, for for some, uh, I should say this, for <laughs> perfectionist is certainly not the right word, but for, um, what what is the word we, we would be, because we always, always had to do new material. For somebody that oh, I see. always had to do new material, you, were compelled, you felt compelled, compelled, perhaps an unhealthy compulsion yes. to yeah. always put something. So new every up. Henning, there's no perhaps involved, Henning. It is <laughs> extremely unhealthy. Like, yeah, yeah. Why? Why we did not just make? And I, I am now remembering hearing you have probably had said this a thousand times, Henning. Why don't we just? Pick four sketches and do them, like, make them really good. Nah, nah, Henning, what if someone knew? I'm comes? bored of it. I'm bored of the game. But, um. Yeah, what was your, re- or, like, they'll stop coming if we put on something. Oh, my God, they've seen the it. Yeah. Uh, and that being said, that being said. Meanwhile, we go out to, like, every stand-up. Every stand-up does the same shit. Yeah. Uh, the, I, I mean, it's fine because they were. Uh, they are great. The whitest kids tended to do the same sketches every week at pianos. They do like three Couple or four core sketches there. for yeah. like a month because they were working hot and then they'd filter in some good ones. But my point was getting to that rotation every other week did lend itself more to if we did feel compelled because then we got shifted to every week and we still held to the to held oh, ourselves man. to the standard of new material. It's impressive the like 
every week we had new shit. Yeah, there's... or at least the the makings of new stuff. And that was the thing. If we weren't so uptight about it, we could have just been like, uh, "This is makings of stuff. Fuck it, let's throw it at the wall." But we want we are there again. I go back to perfectionist, but we did want it as sharp as possible. And by that, when you our sense of making something sharp also has to do with costumery, mm-hmm. uh, a sound effects, sound cues, uh, video transitions. Like that shit is a oh, lot. Yeah. Like they don't do that shit Saturday night live shit. Those scumbags. Because <laughs> we're, we're better. We knew we were better. We we're going to elevate the art form. You know, Why sc- settle? Why settle when you could be the next best? To SNL? Scarlett Johansson is That's dating the- Colin Jost. <laughs> Who's that? He's the... Ah, <laughs> yeah, dog. He's the weekend update guy. Boosh. Next Colin to Jost. Michael Che. Oh, the white guy? Yeah. Yes. That okay. is the correct descriptor. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> Colin Jost, and he's got a boring. There's, a, there's another Jost out there. He's from Staten Island. Um, ah, the Staten Island Josts. <laughs> you know the Josts. That's a funny name, isn't it? I don't know. Is that hard? Is it mean to say something? It's a funny name. Jost. What kind of name is Jost? Sounds like Slavic. Ghost. South African. Mm. Oh, he's a Muscadite. I bet Musk Jost. All those one syllable. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> can just they just slither out of your fucking mouth, you Dutch monsters. <laughs> that Jost. Jost. What is a South African accent? Is it English sounding? It's got a weird Dutchish twang. <laughs> Australianish? Kind of Australianish. It's like ugly Australian. Ooh. Harder Australian. <laughs> like oh, District man. Nine, that but you'll I'm trying to think, you know, because think of your going back to Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon two. All Afrikaners, South African dudes. Oh. But you can't come in here, you're black. Oh, God. Not, not bad, Case. That's pretty good. I like it. Not too shabby. Kind of New Zealandy. Yeah. Well, what's the difference between a Zealand and an Australian? <laughs> oh, that's not a joke, set up. Uh, but I Australian bet there's a is, joke book like that. It's kind of more southern. It, you know, ah. the difference between like, the southern, it's longer, it's more... Like, uh, like wider, whereas yeah. New Zealand is a little tighter. Isn't yeah, New Zealand like, like a bit more like adequate or not adequate based, <laughs> etiquette based, or like uh, more formal? Like, it's new to Kimquet. Yeah, is, right. Well, I don't know. I don't know how etiquette enters into it, but I was gonna say what you just did. The, the Queen like Zealand the constricted constricted vowels, and yeah, I'm South African. I'm New Zealand. I'm a Kiwi. Yeah, they're very yeah, they're similar. Like they just round it's up it's like up top like you can feel it on your th- like the roof of your mouth and your teeth what kind of culture they got in new zealand <laughs> funny I one all i know is uh, pygmy stuff right concords pygmy stuff i mean right yes. isn't is that not a fair word to say that's a is that a bad word actually probably right it doesn't sound like something somebody well, named themselves I'm a pig me. I'm a pig me. Pig me. Pig me. Well, they're pigs. Let's, <laughs> and they're let's drown them. <laughs> Weren't they really mean to uh, native Zealanders? New Zealand? Na- na- was it Zealand first? I think the n- the natives were Maori. Yeah, I was just going to say Maori. Tia and Tamara? The... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Little sister, sister? Smart yeah, guy. No. I stand by that show to this day. Is that your Frasier? It's that's so a- fucking funny. 
Oh, I, I wonder if I need to go back and watch it. But you know why it was funny? The the side hackery hijinks of one Omar Gooding. He was oh, so good. Always hungry on that show. <laughs> spicy. Is that spicy? Played hungry so well. Always I hungry. Hungry for what? White women? White women. Ah, you beat me to it. <laughs> it's German day. German day. Oh, my God. Speaking of... Uh, did you, speaking of spicy, did you guys see that clip of fucking Bill Cosby after it got announced he was acquitted? Oh, God, no. He's he's walking out of the courtroom and there's cameras and everybody's like, Bill Cosby, Bill, 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 what do you think? And he doesn't look at anybody. He hears them calling his name and his only response is he like peek, perks his head up a little bit and he just goes, hey, 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 and walks <laughs> Bull- off. Shit. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking kidding you. There's That's something his about it to getting away with Wait, raping did... and molesting and <laughs> drugging women. His oh, only response God. was to do Fat Albert. So he had just got let off the hook. And that's Yes. That's the context. Oh. Geez. Do you that's think he just had so many cuz this has been in Excuse me. This has been inundating he's him not, for he's ye- a couple of years. Not off the hook though, right? He's I'm sure There's somebody still... will come at him again, but this is a yeah. pretty big hook to get off of. Yeah. Do you think he had so many responses? When I get acquitted, I'm going to say this, or I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this to this person. And there was so many that he finally had the opportunity. He was like, ah. <laughs> like, it's like, I mean, it's just... a few degrees. Argyle socks. Him just belching in the face of a reporter. <laughs> yeah. And he also or just like grabbing the mic and farting into it. <laughs> Ooh, he is a dad. Is he a dad? He's not. He is. Yeah, he is. He's several times a dad. Did he his rape son his was kids? Sorry. No, his no, his son got murdered. Didn't yeah, what? Right, right. I, I thought, thought that was Michael Jordan's yeah. dad. Same kind of also. weird, similar circumstances. Oh, gambling. No, this like Russian immigrant. I think he was Russian, Ukrainian. Just to try to steal his car, killed him. Oh fuck. No, Enos. I don't want to spread rumors, but isn't it true that Michael Jordan has his own dad killed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not not to start the rumor mill. Not to I... start a rumor, but have you guys heard this juicy rumor <laughs> that that I'm making up right now? I'm just saying, wasn't it something In like a game dad of Thronesian a... <laughs> plot, Michael Jordan was like, I want that man fucking dead. How long do you think, who, who do you think would uh, break first if... Casey, you. I'll go to you first. Yeah. You and Michael Jordan have to share a beach house for a weekend. Well, we have to live together? Yep. What do you mean, break? Like, leave? Yeah, like, or like... Him, getting of e- course, getting, obviously him. Getting each other's face, you know? <laughs> like, it's cordial, it's for a show, and you're each getting paid... Uh, You're each getting paid a million dollars, but the first one... Uh-huh. The one who's left standing gets two million. So it's a reality. Well, I show. immediately tell him I'm getting getting paid two million <laughs> to his one million because I know how much he likes money. Nice. Yeah. Oh wait, get, that's how I get him out. I just trick him. I lie to him. Get and, under his skin. Right. Oh. And he's go psychological on it. He rushes out to go demand more money. How dare this fat slob get paid more than the great Michael Jordan? That's your, that's out the clever. door. Very Tom so- Huck Finney of you. Yes, I think he probably good. would view you a bit as... Do you think he would view you as an equal? 
Fuck no. <laughs> what? what? I don't even understand. Speaking the of big bug, I'm the bug. Like I, I. So is he notoriously difficult to live with? Or well, what? here's what, what am I missing? Not to spread rumors. But, but I'm about be, to. Would it not be fun to live with Michael Jordan for a weekend? I think Michael Jordan's great, but the, all the stories I've heard, or all the stories, one story I've heard, maybe from you, Case, uh, <laughs> was that if you enter Michael Jordan's, say he orders room service, he insists that you enter the room with your back to him. Like, do not look at me. <laughs> so comedically, it's just not practical. But <laughs> Are you just sure. running into shit? You didn't say that one? Am I, this is this a dream I had? <laughs> I, I didn't say it, no, but I love it. It's true. I mean, it's not strange. You have heard of celebrities saying, yeah. get that guy off the set. He keeps looking at me in the eyes. I bet Michael Jordan, he, he strikes me as that type of intense person. You don't see him, right? He's very reclusive, wouldn't you say? You see Magic Johnson, not that the two, well, the two are really, they're basketball players. Magic Johnson fucking jive, Magic Johnson, <laughs> in the sense that any, like, the guy who sells Papa John's, Pe- Peyton Manning, shucking and uh-huh. jiving. Like, can you get on more, like, screen time, you know what I mean? Spicy, by the way. That is too spicy. You're right. You're Shuck. absolutely right. We went over the list. Let's say shilling. Shilling is much better. Scumbagging. <laughs> like, just go away sometimes. Michael, but Michael Jordan's too away. He leaves me, he leaves me too much room Wanting more. for potential rumors. <laughs> he won't come out and yeah, confirm I don't, I any think of them. He would leave first because I'd be like, oh, this is Michael Jordan. He's cool. Because He's, he doesn't oh, need a million dollars. All right. Well, Michael be- Jordan gets a billion. Okay. You get a million. Whoa, so you're gonna whoa. tell him. You're gonna tell. Are you gonna? Are you gonna million. contract negotiate? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it's a million dollars. You're like, wait a minute, Michael's getting a billion. That's not fair. Take it. I'm leaving it. <laughs> Leave it on the table. I know I'm a low life scumbag, but hey. Um, but I also uh, got to find something that's actually valuable to him. Like, you got his his dad in the closet with a knife to his throat. Oh my god. Spiced. His dad's corpse, you mean? Um, what you think he's got like a relic or something? He like what's what's Michael Jordan's rosebud? First, right? Uh, Larry Bird's misshapen basketball that he learned to <laughs> shoot free throws with, so he can burn Larry it. Bird. Larry Bird's good back. No, <laughs> does Larry Bird have a fake spine? Does he have some yeah, kind of crazy sh- furniture? Furniture? Does he have a crazy shovel, furniture? Shovel and gravel oh, for his ma. God, Larry blew Bird. out of vertebrae. I guarantee you. Nobody's breaking before Larry Bird is the last man standing in any situation because he's oh, yeah, just no way. he takes too he can take too much mm. he can take too much shit I mean he can dish it more than he can take it but like you're not gonna break fucking Larry Bird now is Larry Bird a a good Lutheran or a Catholic I think he is a Protestant and I don't think he likes not to spread rumors all right that would be a rumor I don't think he's a, I think he's a racist <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't mean he's not a man of God. He's just a racist man of God. True, true. I actually got into a back and forth. I should read an email to you to see if it's spicy. Um, I had uh, actually, and it's not spicy, and it was very genuine, but somebody came at me because I had a conversation about um, religious uh, religious doctrine or religious passages that have been used to historically discriminate against people. Because this person was coming at me with, um, 
uh, he's like, yeah, culturally great. Homosexuals are accepted now, but there ain't no homosexuals in my church. And I was like, yeah, right. One, uh, and two, because here's what Corinthians said and threw a passage at me. And my first thought was, and this wasn't me being pious or anything, because none of this was my ideas, because I've I've seen it read like there was like a famous thing where like a sermon that was like this was used to keep homosexuals out of the church, and then they're like, "Bah, got you." This is actually what was said to keep black people out of church in during the civil rights. So I was like, "Oh, all this, all these." Um, how am I getting into this thing where I'm trying to sound like a like a good guy? You were trying to bit. make to convince everyone that Larry Bird's a horrible racist. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're using know. the Bible. Sure. <laughs> um, let me see if you guys agree with this because I think you'll probably was it Corinthians? Like, or are you talking about the passage in Leviticus where homosexuality is? You know what? Thou shall not lay with another no so somebody hit me with here's corinthians one this is what they use to say that homosexuality is immoral corinthians one nine or do you don't never use corinthians for anything well i went back with do you guys know of the (laughs) book of timothy uh no hot no a hot book i got a hot book of timothy and maybe now that i i might look stupid here because timothy might be a fake thing might be fake news book of tim so no fake good news. So Tim, here's what fake, fake good news. Oh god, that's oh the, the fake good news. Uh, Timothy, Un, unsanctioned book of the Bible here. Let's go. Uh, let's see. As far as religion, homos- as far as the religion, uh, no homosexual. That's too like personal conversation. I don't want to because I don't think this person thinks it. But as far as like religiously specifically, they're like that. Let's see. The Bible and seemingly every other religious text have been used in strict and loose observance to justify what. Time has told us was unjustifiable. For mm-hmm. example, 1 Timothy 2.12 was used to retard the advancement of women. Ooh, I'm a writer. Spi- everything about that is yeah. spicy. And here's the verse. But I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. Already as I read that, I'm like, there's no context to it. I should have used Timothy. I should have also placed Timothy... Two, first, two. I should have checked to see if it exists. Two tens. You got to take the dumb 14. dad jingle and put that before this passage because that's what's etched above my man cave. Oh it's yeah, Tim, Tim two number one, dude. <laughs> we need Timothy two twelve shirts, or to justify <laughs> slavery or to slow the advancement of civil rights. One Timothy two one two two. Um, all who are under the yoke of slavery should consider their masters worthy of full respect, so that God's name and our teaching may not be slandered. Those who have believing masters should not show them disrespect just because they are fellow believers. Instead, they should serve them even better because their masters are dear to them as fellow believers and are devoted to the welfare of their slaves. Timothy. Timothy. I was just going to say, no wonder Timothy is forgotten. <laughs> He's like, whew, let's just does not let's, land on the side of history. This Tim, yeah, yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, we're gonna skip Timothy, <laughs> book of Tim. I bet he went by Tim. Fucking call it bag of dicks, why don't you? What a douche, yeah. So, uh, and I don't know how I got that. Oh, Larry Bird, Larry Bird, don't put up <laughs> what do they put up normally at sporting events? Jerseys, no, like they hold up like. Leviticus twelve thirteen. Oh yeah, John, John three, three 12, sixteen or whatever. You got to hold up Timothy one two at a Larry Bird show. <laughs> He'll know. 
You're getting VIP treatment for that. <laughs> Come on, have a dog, Timothy, fellow friend of Tim. <laughs> no, we were talking about Larry Bird. He seems like a tall tale. Like, yes, he he doesn't worship God because God isn't worthy in his eyes. Like, he's mm-hmm. got some weird, you know, like where he's standing at the shores of a raging ocean, shouting at God, like Lieutenant Dan. He's like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> oh, because he went through such. He had a bad back or something. You're saying. God oh did God. some things to him, and it's, he overcame. It's, it's surreal, I, Henning. This is the I, silliest thing in the world. So Larry Bird at the time, through college, like he was rivals with Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was at Michigan State. Larry Bird was in, I uh, forget, Western Indiana or whatever the small college was. Yeah, it, was very, it wasn't IU. It was... Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I forget what uh, it was. So he, he and Magic Johnson, like, during that time in college where like these are the two greatest living basketball players now and probably mm-hmm. for all time michael Jordan so then they come they along pl- he was a little later yeah. yeah uh so they both they play in for the college national championship when they're both seniors uh they go on to nba both immediately turn their teams around to like play in the finals so when larry bird is like literally at the height of his physical prowess he uh throws his he just wrecks his back shovel and gravel for his mom's driveway because he was too cheap to pay someone to do it (laughs) wait this is after he knows he's gonna try and be a basketball player yes he was the one of the most famous men in the country he was the highest paid basketball player and he was it was the off season and he didn't want to pay some schmuck and shithole in salt lick indiana to to do his bomb's driveway and he wrecked his back and was never the same but he wrecked his back in a way that like but that should have like honestly today maybe they would have like they would have gauged some of they they might have benched this player for a season and then brought him back and then been like nah it's kind of it like you're gonna be paralyzed like the 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 bassy voice guy from the the four temptations or whatever, but um, okay. but with him, he kept playing for how many years did he have left in him? Like five years, but quite a he, while. He played as long as he physically could, but he couldn't physically. Like he would have to sit out. They would have to. His back was so bad it would like fall out of place. And if you've ever known anybody with back pain, even like a pinched nerve. It's like so painful they'll like lay on the sidewalk in Manhattan. Yeah. His back would literally fall like his spine would separate and he'd have to lay on the sideline. Somebody would set his spine like as he as he bit on a a, a cactus stem and then <laughs> he would like come back and play like but he would be laying flat on the like you just don't see that shit anymore. You, just even if that does happen they're like Go to the locker room. Like, we don't want to see this old man in pain. Take it off the floor. But no, they he, kick, he, he, like, shoo people off of the bench mm-hmm. and lay on the bench where the players are supposed to sit. He had such a gross mustache. <laughs> he had another, such a gross mustache. Another curse from God. I mean, and it wasn't just, just the mustache. It was how sweaty it got, as it's, it should, because he's an NBA basketball player. Like, that alone should be, like. He's just, just such a fair-skinned guy. Yeah. And then to have the blondiest Blonde blonde mustache. mustache just blends into your flesh. It's like a flesh-toned mustache. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. So anything caught in it would be would stand out like it's highlighted. Yeah. Oh, if he died, no, you're right. it's he like Hogan. His, 
dyeing yeah. his mustache black. That's worse for sure. Boot black, that's shit. Ooh, I, I we could do. I wouldn't mind seeing some Photoshop job of somebody putting a little color in Bird's stash. See what it looked like. He's kind of the. He's kind of an odd looking fellow. Well, we don't want to get into looks. But if he's a racist, it's okay <laughs> to, to take him down a peg. I'm just saying. He's he's also my favorite. I, I I'm my favorite basketball player of all time, which might be racist. Yeah, that, a lot of racists use that as a as best a, basketball player that ever lived. Why? White. White. But that's not true, but maybe it, somewhere it is. Uh, I hate to say this, but I did look around. Um, uh, I did observe, like, the wedding, and there was not a lot of uh, people of color represented at the wedding. At your own wedding? Yeah. Wow. And I'm not saying I'm okay. I'm saying that as an observation. It's not and not as a bad way. Obviously we all know uh uh we have a very like incredibly diverse group of friends, but it is if you if you think you're you're living this totally integrated life, take a look around at your next housewarming party. I was at a housewarming party last last night. All Brazilians but me. <laughs> what does that say about these Brazilian couple? I don't I don't either. Know, I feel like I've dug guy. myself into a sweet hole. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a racist wedding. Well, you I sent the Wayans South- an invitation. I wish. <laughs> you My held hope. it in South Carolina where it's tough to get to, I guess. No, I know, I know. And, and <laughs> yeah, so many reasons. There's so many reasons why it would look like that. None of them negative. But I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> Anniversary, 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 anniversary. Got anything? Hey, oh, speaking mm-hmm. of anniversaries, I was thinking because there's so much content, do we do we double it? Do we part two it? Double, yeah. double deuce it. Yes. You guys got some versary to bring? Some and I'm so seriously. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of con- uh, I'm just saying because I got a guy who, if we don't part to it now, he might pop on this one, and we don't want it because that's too much negativity. I'm just saying he might be negative, mm-hmm. and it's not to crank, but he might know to crank. And anybody that's a friend of the cranks is a butthole. So, <laughs> oh my God, I heard something recently. Nah, that's that I heard it on something else about some some uh, pedophile. I almost said pedophile. Look at me Wait, Com- coming up in the world. Yeah. Uh, this like young hotshot like i don't know if there's there's something do you think it's worse to be a young pedophile (laughs) than an old pedophile how young Uh, 25 i feel like it's a blanket i feel like it's just bad doesn't young old but i do like the phrase so you got to say it on mic so you can never run for office one of those hot up-and-coming pedophiles (laughs) (laughs) one of those easy young up-and-comer pedophile (laughs) Well, this young guy who's like, uh, like a he was a musician on like Warp Tour, and he's like a YouTube sensation. That's how he got his fame, and he's like a little bit righteous and a little bit emo. But it turns out, like he would contact fans from YouTube. Like he's one of these guys with like 125 million YouTube followers. Again, things like people's names I should know. But it turns out, like people turned state's evidence or whatever, and they're like, he'd be like, "Hey, are you my number one fan?" This is oh. verbatim. Um, send me pictures of your butthole so I can get a boner. 
Ham Bubger. Ham Bubger. Oh, I heard, you know what? That's why I'm like, why should I talk about this? Because it's been covered. If you want, listen to my favorite pod. Uh, tell him, Steve Dave. That's where I heard it. I was catching up on. What's amazing, mm. I know we're part two in it, and we were talking about the wedding, and we haven't even talked about the the famed wedding pod. Um, <laughs> listen uh, to it. Uh, oh, did you? How are oh, your, yeah. How are your ears? Um, it actually, if it's, if it's weird to say, sounds better than it did when I was there. Oh, interesting. Nice. It moves a little faster, if, oh, that, if you can believe good. that. And I, I, I honestly didn't take any lag out of it. Where was Aiden, I going? Aiden Wedding and Abby pod. kept us moving. Where was I hitting on that? Oh, you know what was cool? Hamburger. About being you away. You were talking about uh, buttholes and pedophiles. Mm-hmm. But Warp And then tours. I was transitioning to like, I, I we didn't really, my brother lives out And how far, younger pedophiles are better and, somehow. And they don't have um, a satellite. They don't have cable. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. we talked about me being a dad, an old man, I tend to get my information from turning on the old morning show. I don't watch TV for almost three weeks. Uh, and I was so busy. I didn't listen. You know how you always talk about, like, how do you have time to listen to pods? Yeah. That's because I'm a self-centered, uh, uh, self-satisfying egomaniac. So I'm You're like, a young, up-and-coming egomaniac? Yeah. Uh, so I just, like, find the time instead of, like, conversing with others. I'll just listen to a pod in, like, a corner. Okay. But I was so busy, I couldn't <laughs> listen to pods, so I have all these pods to catch up on. But yeah, I got to tell you, it did feel good. To be, and you didn't, I didn't have to be, I, I think the reason I didn't get news or anything is because I don't, I don't make effort. If it takes more effort than turning on something like scrolling online Mm -hmm. for news, nah. And -hmm. I didn't need it. Felt good. You don't have Mm -hmm. like a, a a source you go back to of Mm -hmm. news. It's just whatever pops up in front of your face. Yeah. I mean, I'm linked to all that shit, but I just scroll past it. Like, I think my pop-ups are like HuffPost, uh, Politico, and, um. I don't know. Fake Fo- news. Fox, fake news. Fox fake news, news. Maybe. <laughs> What's the Alex Jones? What's his info wars? Info wars. Real news. Mm-hmm. The real stuff. To get the opposing side, sure. Uh, now that you're talking, now, I'm going back to your the the man cave that you proposed with the eggshell walls, beige <laughs> carpet, kitchen TV, but taped to the wall is an old iPod with headphones dangling in case you want anyone wants to listen to a pod alone in the corner. Oh yeah, the pod corner. <laughs> it's not for punishment. Um uh so yeah, so why don't we why don't we hour it? Mm-hmm. Uh uh and we'll come back, we'll discuss the famed it's been we've been juicing up to it, the famed wedding pod, which now potentially most people have heard. We'll discuss that uh, there's a there's a freak lurking in the shadows somewhere. I just see a set of white eyes around me. Um, Spicy. A, and Henning has a quiz. Ooh, <laughs> he doesn't. Just throwing him under the bus. Honk honk. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha, bike. They have a quiz. I may have a quiz. Ooh. Do you not eat as well? <laughs> no, I do. I have I have stuff that it was gonna just be. Well, I'll get into it next time. Get, give it the back. Just a little treat. All right. Maybe something called Hot Takes with Hans and Hen. Ooh, I like hot it. Hot Takes. I like Might it. Might get right. spicy. Hot Takes with a couple hot cakes. <laughs> Five. Oh. Take us out. The Versaries Part 1 is you, you. named after you, son. <laughs> I guess that's me. <laughs> that's an hour. Oh, yeah. Speaking of pedophiles, I can tell you guys where I left Henning's underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, really?
Yeah. That's the story. <laughs> you have to wait till next week. All right. We'll see you next week. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. All right. Single take. Get the popcorn out of your gullet. Let me start. Do you want to count me down? Sure. Do you need drumsticks? No. <clears throat> We're doing this? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three, four. The, the bills, bills are piled. Great <laughs> start. <laughs> All right, two, two takes. I was going to say paid, but the bills are never paid with dads. All right, here we go. Count. Wait, the bills are piled. Okay. One, two, three, four. The, the bills, bills are piled, and it's been a while. It's time to sit in my chair. Yes, I have my very own chair, cause I'm a dad. Dads have their own chair. You can sit over there, cause your kids, I'm a dad. Keep up. You should sit on the floor. You are kids, I'm a dad. My wife is mean. Keep my tools clean. You stay out of the garage. That's my spot. I'm a dad. We messed up. You're the kids. Get out of my dude. I do dude. I missed that last part. I think it's supposed to go, but this is we're gonna keep this one. So you stay out of the garage. That's my spot. Okay. I'm a dad. That's my spot. I'm a dad. You're the kids. Get out of my dad. Do 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 do. All right, look forward to part number two of the anniversary coming up. If you like this pod, if you've been listening for a year, we love you either way. We, of course, we love the lifelong listeners the best. But if you dig it, you can do us a big favor by doing what, Meg? Uh, Subscribe. Hey, she's been listening. More importantly, if you write us a review, it helps other people find the pod. And if you want to see some weird shit... And some effort put forth by the toilet. The toilet's working overtime, baby. Uh, he likes to post stuff on our Facebook page. What is it, Meg? You know our Facebook page? Uh, jerk Practice Pod. Cast. That's right. Uh, no, pod, just pod. At Jerk Practice Pod. And we have a blog at... Jerk Practice Blog. No, jerkpractice.com. And also check out our other weekly podcast. RudeBoyGeorge.com. It's have a good night, Court, and we hope you have a good night, Court. We'll see you next week for the anniversary part two. Meg, we're here. We're queer. We're Lutheran. Good night.
615, you know what that means. It's time for Dad's favorite show. And hey, wouldn't you know, I can't find the remote. Hey, kids, where's the remote? Where's the remote? I'm a dad, you're the kid. Where's the remote? I'm a dad, you're the kid. Rap! Hey! Yeah, kid! Damn it! Yeah!